Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Nothing About You Says Computer Technology, a podcast about cybersecurity and data privacy viewed through the lens of diverse voices. Today we'll be talking about cybersecurity in the news, and we also have some Protect Your Neck news. Next, we'll discuss the proposed children's privacy bills that are making their way through Congress. Then finally, we'll be handing out a cybersecurity award. I'm your host, Anthony, a cybersecurity, data privacy, and regulatory attorney based in Oklahoma City. While I am a lawyer, I am not your lawyer, and this podcast should not be considered legal advice. Instead, think of this as a conversation between two friends. But if you need legal advice, please, please, please find a local attorney that can help you. So let's turn our attention to some news stories. Our first story comes from the Washington Post. In the U.S., there are 16 sectors that are considered critical infrastructures. While some of these categories make sense, like the energy sector or the financial services sector, there are several other categories that are so large, they are almost meaningless. For instance, the food and agricultural sector includes food manufacturing and farms, but it also includes all restaurants in the country, from McDonald's restaurants to mom and pop's barbecue joints. Congress and the Biden administration are working to reduce the amount of industries and sectors that are considered U.S. hacking targets. The goal is to narrow down the list to no more than a few hundred targets that have an impact on the U.S. national security. This approach comes from some of the recommendations of the U.S. Solarum Commission. U.S. Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi visited Taiwan. Her trip was met with criticism from the Chinese government. Along with this criticism, there was an uptick in hacktivism against the Taiwanese government. For example, according to the Washington Post, several convenience stores and rail stations across the country had their digital signage hacked with messages calling Pelosi a warmonger and an old witch. And then the website of the Taiwanese president's office was knocked offline by a denial of service attack. These cybersecurity incidences point to the growing use of hacktivism to sway public opinion. In 2022, there was a breach of the federal court electronic filing system. Last month, at the House Judiciary Committee, the chair revealed the full scope of this 2020 cybersecurity incident, and it was much larger than earlier imagined. The breach had an impact on pending civil and criminal cases and also impacted ongoing national security and intelligence matters. U.S. authorities believe the intrusion into the federal court system's network was carried out by a foreign nation state. Our final story comes from the New York Times. The Treasury Department has prohibited Americans from using the cryptocurrency platform Tornado Cash. The Treasury Department has blacklisted the company, alleging that the service has helped criminals launder more than $7 billion of virtual currencies. The Treasury Department alleges that the company has not placed effective controls to stop money laundering. Cryptocurrency is a pseudo-anonymous type of currency, and crypto transactions are recorded on a public viewable ledger called blockchains, which means that law enforcement and anyone else can follow the money or follow transactions. To combat this, criminals use platforms 
such as tornado cash, to obscure the origin and destination of these funds. And they're able to do this because tornado cash is a platform that is often referred to as a crypto mixer that receives multiple streams of transactions and then combines them together, making it harder for law enforcement or anyone else to follow what happened next to the money. The Treasury Department alleges that the platform was used to launder over $450 million in cryptocurrency stolen by a North Korean-backed group. We also have some Protect Your Neck news. During this segment, we'll talk about current scams you should be aware of and other vulnerabilities that you need to address. Think of this as Patch Tuesday and a cybersecurity incident report rolled all into one. According to Wired, Apple has released a new version of its iOS software that fixes 39 security flaws. One of the vulnerabilities that was patched could allow an app to gain deeper access to a user's device. So if you are one of the 113 million iPhone users in the U.S., please, please, please update your device. Our second piece of Protect Your Neck news comes from TechCrunch. Twitter is reporting that it has fixed a security vulnerability that allows criminals to compile information of 5.4 million Twitter users. This information was then listed for sale on the black market. The vulnerability allows attackers to enter the phone number or email address of any known Twitter user and then learn if the number or email was tied to an existing Twitter account. This exposes the identity of pseudo-anonymous accounts. So please, please, please stay safe out there. Or as the Wu-Tang Clan tells us, watch your step, kid, and protect your neck. So now on to our main topic. The Senate currently has two bills that were passed out of the Commerce, Science, and Transportation Committee. One bill is an update to the Children's Online Privacy Protection Act, or COPA, titled the Children and Teens Online Privacy Protection Act. And the other is the Kent's Online Safety Act. These two bills are pretty important because COPA, which governs how websites and how online services must protect the privacy of children under the age of 13, was passed over 24 years ago. So what do these proposed bills do? The Children's and Teen Online Privacy Protection Act would extend COPA to include children through the age of 17. The bill would close what members describe as a loophole that allows companies to abuse information of children older than 13 years old. The Kids Online Safety Act would require online platforms to provide parents and minors younger than the age of 16 with easy-to-use tools to keep them safe, limit screen time, and protect their data. While these bills are not without their detractors, now is the time that we update our laws related to children's privacy. Our final segment today is our Cybersecurity Awards. This week, I have one award that I want to hand out, and it's the Escape What I Need From You Is Understanding Award. For my 90s R&B fans, you recognize this as lyrics to Escape song Understanding. While Escape was talking about relationships, this could also describe cybersecurity. According to a survey from HelpNet Security, one in three employees don't understand why cybersecurity is important. This lack of understanding can lead to security issues for companies related to employees 
not understanding why they should report cyber incidences or why they should comply with cybersecurity policies. Thank you so much for joining us today on Nothing About You Says Computer Technology. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can also visit the show's website at nothingaboutyou.com. I'm your host, Anthony, and I'll see everyone next week.